You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Break the ring down. Woo! You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. You just made the list. This right here is a Hey, this is professional wrestler and professional podcaster Colt Boom Boom Cabana. My name is Killer Cross. This is the Smoke Show, Scarlet Bordeaux. What's up, guys? The After Machine, Brian Cage. This is Ryan from Pro Wrestling Tees. Sadly, you are not listening to the art of wrestling, but you made a decent choice because you're listening. You are now listening to. And you're listening. And you're listening to. You listen to Breaking Down the Ring. 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 Bring it down. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Alive, we're like, you know what? Uh, Z had to uh, be a godfather, I had to be a bartender, you had to be a great, wonderful husband because you're married now, you fucking weirdo. Uh, life is good for us here at the Ring Crew, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, not so good when it comes to uh, scoring, you know, us and their scores. We have scores now because we're taking on the pro wrestling scorecard crew, we are, and um. We're uh, lagging a little behind, if I may say. Um, Nick, uh, you are not. You were our top scorer uh, for the... Um, fuck, what? All Out? We do? All Out, yeah. Wow, man, I'm sorry. I had a real long night, and I'm trying to remember anything off the top of my head right now, and I can't because I'm stupid. So, anyway... Yes, Nick, you were the top scorer for all out. However, let's not pretend like someone didn't score above you, right? Uh, we said we're doing this. It's, uh, I believe, uh, 10 total events, if I'm not mistaken, uh, with us, Pro Wrestling Scorecards. We've already had a lot of fun with this on Twitter. Um, they had the wonderful indie wrestler, Dan Housen, uh, send us a very evil message saying, up yours. Uh, we had... Uh, Gallows from the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows, Big LG, come in and uh, I just I just told him to tell Pro Wrestling Scorecards they were going to lose. And he was like, "Fuck you, buddy!" Like I didn't even say that shit. I was like, "Awesome, man!" Um, so we're having a lot of fun with this. Uh, let's talk about the scores after the first event all out. Uh, Pro Wrestling Scorecards is winning. They have finally beaten us in something. Uh, but however. Uh, New England Patriots once went undefeated during the season and then lost the Super Bowl. Uh, the Buffalo Bills once went to the Super Bowl four times in a row and then set a Super Bowl record by going four times in a row, only to lose four times in a row. Um, so they have a total score of 36 points. Oscar has the top spot with that game. It's 15. Jesse has 10. Daniel has 6. Michael has 3. And Mario has 2. Mario, the one talking the most shit, has the least amount of points for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but have fun breaking down the ring. Our score we have a grand total of 25. Nick topping it off with 12. I have eight points. Smitty has four. Z has one. And Walt uh, rounding out the bottom with a good round zero. Um, let's be very let's let's just talk about this the scoring again with this because this is fun, right? We're not taking the scores that we have each week on this. We're taking the scores. Um, and whoever has the top score, number one, similar to NASCAR standings, number one has uh, 15 points, number two gets 12, number three gets 10, number four gets eight, number five gets six, number uh, six gets four, number seven yeah, gets three, number eight gets two, number nine gets one, and the bottom 10 gets zero. Whoever came in last. You were like, you were like, oh, oh, fucking silent. Mm. Mm. One, 15, two, 12, three, 10, four. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> um, so then we're taking the total score, and whoever has the most points in a total score at the end of this godforsaken fucking year, 2020, uh, whoever has the highest total score in points 
gets a hundred dollars donated to their charity of choice. Uh, Clash of Champions, uh, if you guys can't see right behind Nick, is the hey there it is. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, Clash and, of Champions is the next pay-per-view that we're doing, uh, WWE's uh, next first pay-per-view on this event for us. And uh, we also have Bound for Glory from Impact coming up. Obviously, the NXT TakeOvers are going to be on there. Any other, uh, I, I believe this is the AW's done with their events, right? All Out was the last one for the year. They got one more coming. No, Full Gear is in November sometime. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. Full Gear. I uh, totally... Okay. Damn, um, so, yeah. Uh, we got another AEW event. Definitely another Impact event. NXT WWE events to finish this year off. And at the end of it all, December... When's, uh, TLC is the, the December one. I believe that's the final one. So after TLC, we will know who had the most points overall. And $100 will be donated to share. But, like I was saying, Clash of Champions being the next one. That is next Sunday, a week from today, uh, the 27th. We will have our charities announced before then. So it will be out, it will be up and running, and you will know if it, PWS wins, that what charity they'll be giving $100 to, uh, will be giving $100 to. And if we at Breaking Up the Ring win, we'll be, you'll know what $100 PWS is donating money to. Um, what charity PWS is donating the hundred dollars to? Sorry, jeez, man, it's a, I had a really rough night last night. So you're good. You're good. You know what? You're great. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we definitely missed a few things uh, since this. Uh, the last show that we did was the day after All Out. Matt Hardy and his concussion symptoms. Uh, all things going on. Then NXT had. Uh, a crown a brand new champion. Um, let's talk about that to kick things off. Uh, for the first time ever, NXT did a fatal uh, uh, Iron Man match, a four-way Iron Man match. Uh, whoever had the most pinfalls was going to be the brand new NXT champion. And with the four people that they had in it, whoever won was going to be a NXT champion for the second time. It was Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, and Finn Balor. Great match. Great Iron Man match uh, that ended with a couple quick falls and tied Finn and Adam Cole. So William Regal came in. He said, next week on next Super Tuesday 2, you guys will go head-to-head one-on-one, and whoever wins is a brand-new NXT champion. Cry. Cry. Blood orange on it. Blood brother. What's going on, dude? Um, <laughs> Crumpets. <laughs> so, that's what they did. Adam Cole and Finn Balor went one-on-one to see who was going to be the brand new NXT champion. And after a grueling, spectacular match to kick off NXT TakeOver Super oh. Tuesday, it wasn't even the thing that finished it off. It was the ladies that finished that off. But they kicked it off and they had a great match. And at the end of the match, it was Finn Balor who became the new NXT champion and a two-time NXT Earth champion, Earth joining Earth with Samoa Joe and Leap Shinsuke Nakamura, only two two-time champions, third ever. Which, let's look, at one point, Finn Balor was the longest reigning NXT champion. He had that athlete on him. And then Adam Cole took it with this one. So, Nick, let's talk about this. Is it smart? One, let's talk about the, the matches to you. Uh, how were they? Did they live up to your expectations? And two, man, where do you think they go from here with Finn Balor? Uh, is it a smart idea to put it on him? Yeah, I think it's smart to put it on Finn because, you know, based on what you said with the fact that he was the longest reigning NXT champion, that puts him in that group you know, with less than a handful of dudes that have held that title twice. Um, so, yeah, I think it definitely works. Kind of looks like they're getting ready to push Adam Cole up to the main roster. Although we talked about it recently in the last month or two about that. I don't really know if I like that idea, but, you know, we'll just have to wait to see what happens. But the matches themselves, um, I like Iron Man matches, but I tend to get a little, I don't want to use the term bored, but, you know, with an hour-long match, um, I do get a little withdrawn from it, 
Um, it still was a really, really good match, no doubt. Um, and then the follow-up the, the next week with the, uh, you know, overtime, if you will, um, that was great. You know, it definitely lived up to expectations. I like the fact that they used it at the beginning of the show, that kicked shit off with the bang. Um, and then I liked at the end, they kind of did the, you know, whole club, um, you know, too sweet salute to each other. Yeah. So that was pretty sweet. No pun intended. Um, yeah, it, it works. Yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I agree. Uh, so obviously we've had this talk there was a, for a while now that uh, Adam Cole was considered a heel. Uh, but Undisputed Era is just so good and just so over that it was kind of hard to keep doing them. And then with the whole Pat McAfee thing, Adam Cole was definitely the face in that situation. And it's the same with Finn, man. They really tried a good fin- uh, heel run with Finn. But again, when the coronavirus hit, it kind of threw everything off the rails. So it seemed like two faces going at it, which can be very marketable, Hulk Hogan. If you just let Shawn Michaels be a face, maybe he wouldn't have had to over... I'm sorry, wait, sorry. That's, uh, that's a weird <laughs> time. Um, <laughs> so it can happen, and it can be huge. I mean, fuck, man, WrestleMania fun. six, Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan, two faces. You know what I'm saying? Huge draw. Look at this. And then even at the end, like you said, over there in the back, and uh, Finn would be congratulated by the maestro of NXT himself, uh, Triple H. Adam Cole came in and said, good match. I uh, totally respected him. And then, wow, too sweet, because let's not pretend that they don't have roots of the Bullet Club, which is something major, you know? So you got you got to think <clears throat> that this is a long time coming, but at the same time, a perfect storm, if you will, to put these two together and face each other um, with their history but you wouldn't have gotten this had you not had the injury to carry and cross against Keith Lee. And sometimes in wrestling, <clears throat> moments are made out of uh, accidental circumstances. And I think that was one of those moments, and I was really happy with it. Um, they've got this gauntlet match coming up this Wednesday, uh, currently uh, Cameron Grimes. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida are the three involved in this, and whoever wins is facing NXT, the NXT champion, Finn Balor, at the next takeover in November. So, are we thinking that, look, let's, we'll be very honest, we thought that knocking Keith Lee off of that title was too quick when he did it, but we also understood it because it went up, he went up to the main roster. Smitty's still upset about that. Um, are we thinking that we're going to have a decent run for Finn Balor on this title right now, uh, Nick? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it'll go as long as Adam Cole's or, you know, as long as Finn's first run. But, you know, like you had said, sometimes these things happen because of these unfortunate I'm, circumstances. I'm so, you know, <laughs> when Karrion Cross got injured and he had to relinquish the title, in my mind, at first I was like, fuck. You know, because you don't know what if WWE is gonna WWE if no one's gonna compete, but you know, you know what I mean. Um, but what they're doing worked, and I was really happy with it. So I think they'll stick with it for a while. And I don't, I can't. Would you say it was because I haven't finished NXT yet? The camera Grimes, Cameron Grimes, Kushida, and they announced uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly uh, yesterday around three PM on Twitter. So Kyle O'Reilly. I can't see any of those guys taking the title from Finn. Um, you know, they really seem more along the lines of a North American title Wait, type this, of situation. I, I so it's just kind of giving them something to do for now. But no, I don't see him losing the title in that too. You know, it's oh, look, um, oh, look, there's a, there's a, there's a guy that beat problems. Finn Balor uh, to get put into the North American title uh, event. So it's it's it might be a nice thing to see him go up against him, but again, you know, I agree. I don't see any of these guys currently on there. Right. Excuse me. I apologize about my own. Really? Like I said, long night last night. Work wise, I didn't party. Uh, but yeah, none of these guys seem like it's this one a match that is going to be 
takeover worthy, I guess. You know, I mean, I like all three of these guys, right? I like Grimes. I like O'Reilly, obviously. Uh, and I'm a huge fan of Kushida. The, the problem is, oh. right now, this doesn't seem like a main event title match set up, you know? Um, and again, I also understand that they're, like, throwing shit at the wall, hoping it sticks. So hopefully with the next couple competitors um, in the first ever Gauntlet Eliminator match, which... I guess NXT hasn't had one. You know, or the three guys at a gauntlet match seems better. Well, obviously, they're going to be. Why they should be recording audio 24-7. Let's not pretend that they're not about to look at I'll I'll even go to the NXT Twitter right now, because maybe they've announced something we haven't seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have not. So, obviously, there's going to be at least two more guys announced before Wednesday. Very possible. And that's going to do so much for this match. Because obviously, NXT hasn't had a gauntlet match, but we know that 3 is not going to be five, six, maybe seven. Um, how long do you think Finn should hold this belt? Then, do you think he should hold it until this year is over? At least. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe till. The first takeover uh, of the so year. Excuse me. <laughs> that way it kind of gives you dirty here. Well, that way it gives them time to build up a couple of these other guys, you know. Because right now, I don't really see them having anybody yeah. that's well, I mean, it's at that there, level right? of it's, Adam it's, Cole it's, or Finn Balor or maybe. I'm not even gonna say Velveteen Cream because I don't want to talk about that guy. But yeah, yeah I mean, sometime after the beginning of the year, yeah, beginning <laughs> of the year, I, I think we'll see him drop it. I'm not sure to who. I haven't really put that much thought into it. Yeah. Well, let's be very honest. We've seen a lot of WWE, uh, I mean NXT ability. We've seen their ability to rapidly build stars yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and yeah, keep it, it, them at a top level. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, like they should not, not by all, any stretch of the means, when they first showed up in NXT, than what they were today. Granted, they got themselves over quite a bit, but it does not change the fact that NXT had a great way of keeping them as relevant as they were. I mean, look, Johnny Gargano is still top of his game. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa still top of his game anytime you see them you know fighting wrestling anything like that you are intrigued into it it's something that makes you happy it is something that regardless it is something that when it's it's going on you're invested you know and that's what you should be so let's talk about some of these NXT superstars and maybe just maybe someone that they might be able to throw into this and, mix and, and make them bigger than what they so were. So, <clears throat> Dominic Dijakovic, right? He's uh, been someone uh, who has floated around the top of it for a little bit. It's very possible they do something with him. <coughs> so, or, we don't even know how long Karrion crosses out. You know, he could be the guy to take the title right back off of Finn Balor. It's obviously his to take. You know? Uh, right. There's talk that Shane Thorne is going up. Timothy Thatcher, dude, is a spectacular fucking wrestler. Uh, someone that you could uh, see moving way up. Uh, yeah, that's really about it right now. Dexter Loomis. Uh, maybe even down the, road, down the road, Cameron Grimes. Something. You never know, man. Uh, like you said, right now, it seems like it's a who else would you do this with? But at the same time, NXT can make something happen by the end of the year. That makes you go, holy fuck. Who else would you do this? Why wouldn't you do this? I, I like Bronson uh, Reed a lot, actually. I, I mean, I think the idea of having yeah, you know, these, call. these big guys like Keith Lee that have that athletic ability the way he did, I, I don't think that Bronson Reed's quite on that level yet. I think he could be, you know, and I think he's, yeah. he's pretty old right now, so. Yeah, you're right. 
he is he is definitely up there. But just scrolling past it, he was like under Austin Theory on the internet, like under age Austin Theory. I was gonna just say that. Another big uh, thing that happened in the landscape of WWE, the Viking Raiders, the War Machine, the War Raiders, whatever you want to call them, Ivar to dive to the outside, and right after that, uh, threw up the X himself. He's like, fuck it, fuck it, he fuck, fuck, fuck. And the doctors came over, and now, Dick, what are you, what are you hearing about this? Um, I heard that not only does he have a fractured collarbone, but it's something with his neck. He had some ongoing neck issues for a while, and he's going to be on the sideline for what could be at least a year. That's not fun to hear about, man. Um, I know they announced that there was the injury uh, shortly after, so... We got, I'm trying to see the newest uh, recent past 24 hours. Anything? Nope. Nope. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, so he's to undergo next surgery. So this is coming from the Wrestling Observer, which, you know, we love. They're great, except when they're, uh, giving ratings. Uh, Ivar is set to undergo uh, surgery following the injury he suffered on the episode of Raw. Alvarez reported uh, that Ivar will be undergoing neck surgery in Birmingham, Alabama on Tuesday, um, which I believe is this Tuesday coming up, because if this was five days ago, it's probably Wednesday. So this upcoming Tuesday, uh, the 22nd. Uh, the injury happened when Ivar hit a suicide dive on the outside during an eight-man tag on Raw. Viking Raiders team with Apollo Crews and Ricochet against the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. Um, in last week's eight-man tag, after the injury happened, Ivar started putting up the X sign with his hands Alexander hit a driver on Ricochet in the ring, and the referee counted the pin despite Ricochet kicking out. Medical personnel were shown checking on Ivar after the match. Uh, in an update that was posted after last Monday's Raw, they announced he suffered a cerv- cervical injury during the eight-man tag team match. On Monday Night Raw, Ivar suffered a cervical injury and the Viking died on the floor. As a precaution, Ivar was transported to a local hospital and is expected to make a full recovery. Um, you're right, Meltzer wrote that he had previous neck issues, uh, and Ivar sent out a message uh, to everyone on social media. That, and it said, in quote, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to every single friend, family, and fan who has reached out to me. My heart is truly touched from all the love and support. Still figuring it all out, but I'm working hard to recover and be better than ever. Love you all. So, now, obviously, they have to have a plan for Eric, right? Viking Raiders uh, was a huge tag team, somebody huge. But, I mean, again, they were kind of getting this weird comedy thing after they had been this big fucking dominant tag team. Uh, So, Meltzer noted on Wrestling Reserve that Vince doesn't like booking tag team partners when others enter. Uh, Eric was used this week on Raw in a very quick match, which might signify the kind of attention fans should expect to, him to receive for a while. They likely won't have Eric. They likely won't have Eric sit at home for the entire year. That Ivar will be out of action. Uh, they'll just job the other healthy tag team partner out. Uh, you can never say never about this. But he won't. Um, is that what you think they should do? Do you think that man, just let, let him chill? Let him heal up. So when that tag team comes back nice and strong. I think they should let him chill. I don't like what they do to these tag team partners when their other partner gets injured. I don't think it's fair to them. I don't think it's fair to any of their fans. Especially right, so too, because once they do that to me, and I could be wrong, it seems like that tag team is just never the same again. They never have the... Um, just totally you know, let that slide by. They never have the the backing and fan base that they uh, once did. And, and again, I could be wrong, but it just doesn't seem like that's a good idea for them as a whole. And if they want to keep the Viking Raiders around as this dominant force, yeah, I think you sit, Eric, and then 
fuck that whole comedy thing. When it's time for Ivar to come back, they come back and they just fucking pound people. They come back as heels and they don't fuck around. They bring I'm, them back I'm, to I'm where so they, they came from. That that dominant. <laughs> so, would you, in any stretch of the means, feel like um, it could be a good thing to see him take a few losses here and there, so that when they he does come back, when they do come back as a tag team, they, they show how strong the tag team itself is, or is it look just let it show. I don't like that idea. You know, give him a couple losses. Not, I don't like the idea of him jobbing out. Right. Um, you know, because you can you can see that when he's, you know, a tag team is a tag team, but they still have their right. own individual role to play in the match when they're in the ring and their partner's on the outside. So, where Eric holds his own in the ring very well. Ivar does the same thing. So, I think you have him in a, in a couple of matches. You know, kind of looking strong, but he still loses, takes a couple losses, and then you just kind of write him off TV for a while. And yeah, bring him back with Thunder. In the Thunderdome. Thunder in the Dome. Thunder in the Dome. Speaking of Thunder, the NWA has made an announcement. They made an announcement that they are doing something different with their YouTube show. Logical. Um, Nick, you brought this to our attention. Sorry. I was like, stop laughing. Sorry, I was trying to think of how I wanted to put it. You brought this to our attention. You were like, what's up with NWA? And I was like, we're a cool wrestling company. Uh, so, since you brought it to us, you tell them what are they doing? Well, like like um, stars or like toddlers and teenagers. You know, they <laughs> they had so, okay, a so great idea when they they decided to uh, want to say the word rebrand, but you know. Make their comeback last year with their YouTube series every Tuesday at six oh five, bringing back that old school retro vibe. It was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we all know what happened with uh, you know okay, COVID. Really, really it's understandable that they had to put things on like a temporary hiatus. No problem there with me. And now they're making a comeback um, with fuck, what's the name of it? Is it United Wrestling? A web, the website yeah. that they're broadcasting through with weekly pay-per-views for $7.99 where you can get four of them for $25. Um, I, on one hand, I understand what they're trying to do. This is a business, first and foremost. It doesn't mean I have to be happy about it because I'm not. I was huge on NWA in this weekly program that they had. I'm, I'm almost willing to bet that I think that, gave them you know, at one point we were listing off our favorite promotions, and NWA was like at the top of all of our lists. Yeah. Um, when you have a company like that now charging, ultimately, if you don't bundle them together, which if you're paying for it, you should, but if you don't bundle them together, you're paying $32 a month if they continue at that rate for four pay-per-views, um, which I don't even, I don't, I don't know how long it was this past Tuesday when they did it. I don't know if it was an hour or two or 45 minutes, 20. Um, I don't think that in this day and age with the amount of streaming services that people pay for and with the amount that they're paying for just wrestling-wise, I don't think that Many wrestling fans could be wrong. Just my opinion. I don't think that many wrestling fans can get on board with that dollar amount, including myself. All right. So for seven ninety nine, they have to or twenty five for the month. Yeah. Okay. So basically, we're talking about eight bucks or twenty five bucks. Um, 
four weeks usually is what it is. Twenty-five bucks would be a savings of seven bucks uh, for the month if you got the monthly package rather than the weekly. Um, I mean, I get it. I understand why they're doing it. Like you said, you know, it's not like we're saying this is stupid. Why would you do this? Like, there's a lot of it's plus, man. Let's Let's not act like the NWA uh, didn't just lose a bunch of people too because of COVID, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, man, even their announced team. <laughs> you know, we, we were talking about how good Wade Barrett was on, on there, and he was so good that he's now in NXT. He signed a contract with NXT to be with them. Uh, you know, they still have their champions, of course. Thunder Rosa, she recently just did something with AEW. Uh, Nick Aldis still... The title holder there, um, the big dog. It's it's rough right now in wrestling, and I'm not saying I don't think they would have. Okay, so you got to wonder how much they're getting, right? Like it's got to be more than what they were getting for the pay per views. Because what do they do? The pay per views are twenty bucks every yeah, four 15, months. Yeah, fifteen if you ordered it early, and twenty if you ordered it. So, let's say that they, obviously that's all their money, whatever. You know, let's say the profits of that is their money. So, let's say, let's just say it cost them seven bucks, right? So, the early adopters, they made eight bucks off of. Um, the late adopters, they made $13 off. One every four months, let's say an average of $10 profit per person watching this, right? So let's say, I don't even know what the ratings were for their pay-per-views, but I know they were pretty good, right? A lot of people talked about this. A lot of people like the NWA shows. Um, I'm not going to say it was, an, it was a massive undertaking, but it had to be good if you're getting around 10 bucks a person because most people, a lot of people pre-order, but then there's a lot of people right at the end like us. They go, you know what, fuck it, let's buy it. You know? Um, so you got to, I'd want to say it's probably around 50-50 ish, you know, for the early adapters to the people who say, oh, fuck it, let's do it. Or the people who go, man, it was so good, I want to watch it again. Or, oh, I want to watch it now. People keep talking about it so they get it later. 25 bucks a month. If you're getting the same amount of people to watch, right? And let's, obviously you're not. Because there's people like us that are like, I'll still get a pay-per-view every now and then. I'm sure I can still watch these without paying. You know, um, not that we're advocating that or anything, but it it's really difficult to build something back when people are being charged to get invested into you. And again, that's not a not because there's already a certain investment that people have in the national wrestling alliance. We, we love it, right? That we have, we have not shit talked any type of thing here. And this is, we're just playing devil's advocate because look, we play devil's advocate for AW, we play devil's advocate for WWE, we'll shit on whatever the fuck we want to shit on, but this is not a shit on thing because we understand it. Right. But I'm hoping that a long run, long term situation for this isn't more detrimental to the NWA than what it would be to not charge. Cause it could, it definitely might help prop profits right off the bat, but what are you going to have in 2021? This could be a temporary Alliance. You know, uh, the thing that came out, I'll read, uh, cause it was first announced, uh, August 10th, um, which is crazy to me because I didn't, we didn't hear about it until a little bit later. Um, I want to say we heard about it earlier this month. That's great. So, called United, this is coming from WrestleZone. I'm going to read the entire article. Uh, called United Wrestling Network Primetime Live, the NWA is teaming with pro wrestling sanctioning body that promotes championship wrestling from Hollywood and championship wrestling from Arizona. Uh, the weekly pay-per-view events don't have a, this didn't have a price yet. Uh, first episode will debut September 15th, which just happened. Uh, here are what quote Billy Corgan? I'm pleased that we are finally able to announce some good news, and in partnering with the United Wrestling Network, we'll be able to get back to work 
with what promises top-tier matchups and soon. It goes without saying that 2020 has been a challenging year for everyone, and our goal in reestablishing in-ring NWA action was to make sure that our talent would be protected, working with now established safety within now, the now established safety protocols, as well as so, delivering so consistent, high-quality content like our vaunted shows NWA Power and 10 Pounds of Gold. But this will be more than just a weekly live pay-per-view broadcast, as we plan on shooting additional content for the NWA YouTube channel and our Patreon subscribers. My goal here is simple, to provide the best contest possible with the greatest talent available, carrying the great legacy of the National Wrestling Alliance as an independent governing body. And in that, we hope to feature at least one championship match on every live broadcast. Um, which is cool. I mean, again, you know, you gotta have something to bring the people in. I just actually I, just watched uh, the X Files episode where uh, Scully gets attacked. I don't know. Whatever they were getting for power, the rank, the ratings, and everything yeah. like that, uh, it must not have been that good, right? Let's I'm gonna shoot over to their YouTube right now, right? Because I recall, don't recall what they were getting ratings wise for those, right? I want to see what some of their uh, oops, wrong search bar. <laughs> So the NWA YouTube, which again, power was spectacular. So videos. Uh, sort by most popular. <laughs> if you want to know what their most popular video is. James Ellsworth for his nickel, this for the NWA World's Oh my god. <laughs> 1.2 million views. Um, the next one is the first episode of Power with 658,000 views. Um... A video of Scott Steiner's surprising debut on NWA Power, 565,000 views. Uh, so yeah, episode 2 of Power was their next highest with 374,000. Episode 14 of Power, 352,000. Episode 15, 296,000. Episode 4 was 280. Uh, episode 17, 219. Like, the further you go, the further you know, the longer these 19 down there. And yeah, it seemed like they were, I think 19 is about it, right? Playlist. Oh, they don't have it on weird. NWA Power Extras. They don't have a playlist for NWA Power, period. Huh. Well, anyway. So, yeah. It didn't. It obviously doesn't seem like the videos were huge, right? When you have episode nineteen at only one hundred and sixty-six thousand people, and I don't know what YouTube is paying them for the, you know, money-wise. I don't know, man. I, I, I hope it doesn't hurt them. Is all is all I'm hoping. You know, I seem like we're uh, doing a lot of downtime in this, but it's like. It's confusing and understandable at the same time. You know? Uh, Superpower yeah. was episode 21. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying because it really is like, <clears throat> um, on one hand, like we both said, you understand where they're coming from with what they're doing because it's a business. But on the other hand, <clears throat> without knowing all the ins and outs of what they're making and their profit from all this, which... I, I can't really say, well, that's too much money. For me as an individual, $25 a month, if I'm, if that's all I paid for, as far as streaming services and content, just, just, just that, fine, no problem. Honestly, I probably, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Even with 
a lot of their talent, like Ricky Starks and James Storm is gone, Richard Dice, all these people leaving, yeah. I, I'd probably still do it. But my point, getting into an argument with this dude on Facebook, well, you know, you don't, you know, you know, you're not going to pay for it, so you're not supporting, you know, wrestling. And you know, fuck off, because there's plenty of people that watch wrestling without paying a dime for it. And this is funny is you never said you were doing that. Right. Someone else He's, said that, and you're like, yeah. Well, so, <laughs> it wasn't you that said it. <laughs> Someone else want, was starting making an argument. He looks so, so tired. You want me to pay twenty five dollars a month on top of? I mean, for fuck's sake. Between paying for an Adobe subscription for Photoshop and every program that they have, uh, paying for Spotify, paying for Netflix, paying for Hulu, Disney Plus, all this other shit, it's uh, over a hundred dollars. Okay, so now you want me to spend another it's so much cheaper to cut the cord, right? Twenty five fucking dollars for this. Plus, yes, I do pay for cable still, which I probably shouldn't. Um, you know, that just it it doesn't work for me. You know. That yeah. was my whole argument. Yeah, well, especially with the, especially with the technical difficulties they had while viewing it, I'm not paying seven ninety nine per episode if you can't give me quality production. <laughs> Let alone everything else Nick just said. Yeah, and, and again, there you go. You're, uh, and that's the worry about this: is this going to hurt them further into the future than it would have if they were just kept kept going with the powers? But again. Let's not even pretend like maybe they couldn't even get a crew to film and stuff. You know, maybe they couldn't get the place where they wanted to. I, I get it. This might be the best thing for them right now um, and to at least produce something on a weekly basis so we can have it, we can watch it. But it doesn't help if it's only going to hurt the fan base that's watching. Z, you were talking about the technical difficulties and everything like that. Um, I actually hadn't heard uh, that at all. What did you, what did you hear? I heard during I, I, the I championship match, which was the one thing they were absolutely promoting like for this. All this hurt Bennett? Yeah. Yeah, that like uh, some fans lost sound, some lost picture. I I didn't personally watch it in real time, so mm-hmm. I didn't experience any of these technical difficulties, but. I did read after the fact that a lot of fans, a lot of fans had purchased it and couldn't log in. A lot of fans had, you know, like I said, uh, the, the sound would cut out or the picture oh, and, would cut and out. Calvin, and it's more turn that off. to the fact like you want to do a seven ninety nine a month, like a regular network, yeah, and with got, that, I got about that shit lately. Uh, all four weekly episodes <laughs> plus like a discount on whatever monthly or bi-monthly or quarterly pay-per-view they did, then okay. But twenty it's roughly twenty-five dollars a month and you can't even get your shit together. Like it, it if if you're going to charge people that much, I mean that's more than the network, that's that's more than New Japan World, that's more than a lot of these things where there's a lot more content wait, than just wait, wait, the episodes. Wait, wait, in America? Um, no. You're, you're going to have to do better. Period. Yeah, he hit the nail on the head. The value isn't there. <laughs> Which oh, so we sucks to say regarding okay. NWA because of how much I've, I've, never, I've never seen a was there made Kazakhstan great again. I've never I, you guys ready to watch me get a, a Q-tip shoved up on my nose here in a minute? Oh, <laughs> are you there right now? You're going to COVID test live on air? Yeah, I got nothing else to do, so I saw there was only two people on the show. I figured I'd come help. <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy. So the reason, uh, if you guys are just tuning in, uh, obviously we didn't announce it earlier, but the reason he wasn't here is Z said he was sick as fuck. And then I was like, all right, no problem. And like, Maybe it's the Rona. He goes, I hope not. And I go, what are you sent him? He goes, I've just been really tired. I was like, that's not sick as fuck. It's tired as fuck. Um, but he said he might have some aches and stuff just laying down. I was like, well, dude, that's how I should start. And that's like, I was just really tired for a couple days. And then all of a sudden, fever, then more. So we told him to go get tested. So it sounds like he's going to get tested right now. Like, I'm not no, you, 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 aren't, you aren't the only ones there. Told me to cook it. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, yeah. I mean, look, your wife pretends to care about you at times. <laughs> she cares about me just as much. It's okay. 
<laughs> but yeah, you know, it's in this everything going on, especially with you know your work and stuff. Like, sure, it's outside a lot, but who fucking knows? You know, the only hope is that um, you don't have it, and if you do have it, uh, we're gonna miss you. It's on the show. You may take a break. <laughs> Just recovering coughing. I, I don't have to be around anybody to talk. That's why I'm on show right now. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, but if you get anything like I had, you're not going to be able to talk. Coughing, hacking, all that shit was fucking horrible. Um, so, yeah, NWA, we're hoping they're, there. they're not hurting themselves uh, in the future with this. And we don't. We, 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 we. We're, we're, we're just. We want to see them thrive. If anything is anything, we talked about it left and right. We'll put them over left left and right as well. They were one of the best things to watch weekly. And hopefully that this doesn't hurt them more in the overall run than anything else. Hopefully this does boost them to where they can go right back to what they were doing. Because they were putting out some of the best wrestling, period. Uh, AW, uh, speaking of AW, after we talk about the NWA, uh, Thunder Rosa being an AW. Uh, Nick, you wanted to talk about something specific to AEW that just was something that you just were blown away by. Yeah, man. The, um, the street fight at the end of the night, you had uh, Santana and Ortiz against Best Friends. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't have, like, huge expectations about it. I just, you know, it's like, okay, street fight, cool. Um, they pulled it off you know, with flying colors. I mean, the spots, there were there were quite a few spots in the match that looked fantastic. Um, there was comedy, there was good storytelling. Uh, there was one point, I, I can't remember if it's been a few days since I watched, but either Santana or Ortiz ended up getting slammed against the hood of a car, then the hood of the car opened, then they squeezed and sandwiched them between the hood of the car and the engine, and then jumped on the hood. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. Um, and then at the end of the match, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, but then, um, who is it? Chucky e. T or one of their moms. I can't remember which one. She pulls it's up Trent in the van. Trent's mom's van. Yeah. Trent's mom. She pulls up in her van. They, they, uh, the best friends won the match. They get in the van and ride off and she sticks her hand out the window and flips off Santana and Ortiz. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that. Yeah, that was a real good highlight to uh, to me. Another good AEW show. The last few shows these, this last month have been, been pretty solid. Turning into turning you into one of those AEW marks, or are you just you know, hey, this is something to build on. Uh, something to build on. I'm happy. You know, I mean, I'm glad because again, something we talked about not long ago was. They're kind of roller coaster. They do some things good and then they do some things bad and back and forth. And lately, it's been pretty good. Coming out of that uh, mediocre at best pay per view. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's amazing how uh, it, 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 at times so again, it seems that AEW is its own biggest enemy. You know, uh, they because they do. We, we, we can talk all day about some of the problems that they have, but they do so many things so well, right? right. Um, I, I love. I don't think they've right. gotten enough credit for how right. well they handled the audience thing for the pandemic. You know, uh, originally with no audience, but it still was more entertaining than WWE without an audience. And then they put the audience of their own wrestlers <clears throat> into the uh, ringside area, and they were acting as they should act. Heels were cheering heels. Faces were cheering faces. Booing the opposite. Uh, it, it didn't seem like it was forced interaction, just unlike the, just the exact opposite of WWE. You turn them on, forced reaction. This is what we want you to do, right? You're going to do what we want you to do. And we want it to sound this way. It, so I don't think AEW's got enough credit for how well they handled the rest of the weekly Wait, wrestling shows during like, the pandemic because I think it thing. was top notch. I mean, obviously. I, I, Impact's been doing really well as well, but AEW and WWE at the time were going at it and trying to figure it out. And I think AEW was yeah. the upper echelon of handling uh, the pandemic wrestling shows. Huh? I, I definitely, no, I, I definitely agree. I'm, uh, you know, I was the first one to kind of get that vibe 
it was one of their very first shows after the pandemic hit. And yeah, they had wrestlers around the ring. And I was like, thank fucking God there is somebody there because WWE wrestling in front of nobody just didn't work for me. It was very difficult to watch. Well, and you heard every everything. Like you would hear the foot stomp as they were, you know, trying to do a kick. And like you hear all these weird noises. And I mean, you, you kind of draw, draw them out, obviously, in the crowd. But when it's just so bearing and you can hear everything, like you could even hear like if they were talking to each other during the match, you could hear, uh, hold on guys, I gotta get tested. Oh my god, he can test it live. What he shouldn't have muted himself. I don't wanna hear everything that's going on. Uh, Dave didn't make me a post. Damn it, I can't unmute him. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Damn it. Oh, look at it going in his nose. <laughs> that is awful. Oh. I'm so glad you muted yourself. Oh, shit. At least there's documentation that I actually did the test. Oh my oh. god, that's spectacular. So how long is it going to take for them to get back to the results? 20 minutes. Did they say it? Oh, really? That's yeah. not bad. Yeah, so they said once you get swabbed, it'll be about 20 minutes. Letter, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Man, I'm crying. Did they do Let's both? Let's go on or just one? Just the one. They weren't <laughs> doing both. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> oh. It turns out I don't have a deviated septum. Respect fucking tacular, dude. This is not a work. This is not a work. That's so good. That is so good. All right, I'm back. Are you? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh my god, that was wonderful. I don't uh really, <laughs> so I don't think I've been happier it. on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks oh. for coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh so ten out of ten, definitely recommend. Yeah. Yeah, eleven out of ten. Great. Eleven out of ten. Turn it up to eleven. Um The blood test is sounding way better right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, see, is there anything else that you want to discuss? Uh, what, what have you discussed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't paying attention, just there were two people. Um, all right, no, we, well, we talked Finn, we talked Ivar, we talked, uh, NWA charging, obviously. Um, Did we talk Austin Theory and how we missed that originally, or we just... I made a I made a small reference, <laughs> like like a thirteen year old reference. <laughs> no, 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 it was way newer than that. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I did not talk about it. I just I didn't want to give that. And, but you know what? Yeah, give it to me. Uh, like, cause you're the one that put this out to us. Like, it uh, blew our. Um, I I mean, it definitely blew my mind too because so. You saw Austin Theory with, you know, AOP and Buddy Murphy, and they were all the disciples of Seth Rollins. And then, obviously, AOP was having travel problems at the beginning of COVID because of the visa, and then one was injured, or whatever, so they were off TV. And then, out of nowhere, Austin Theory just disappeared. There is no reasoning that he went away. He wasn't attacked, nothing. Like, he just one day didn't show up on TV. And you didn't see him again until uh, until he recently, you know, resurfaced in NXT. And I'm like, man, like, they're, they're, they gave us nothing. And then I start looking into it, and it says that he was suspended from the company, and it was unannounced by the company. Because he had inappropriate relationship with a 13-year-old female. And I was like, whoa. So I started to dig it even deeper. And yeah, all signs point to true. But, of the, you know, you had the one about Matt Riddle that came out. And we were mad that they didn't do more to Matt 
Riddle, even though we, we still don't know the full story in that one. Right. Along, along with Velveteen Dream, like, like you said, it, if, if multiple people tell you that someone has done something, you, you just assume that they have done it. Like, if it's just one right. person, it's like, okay, maybe they're lying. But if, you know, eight people come out and say the same fucking thing, it's probably true. All signs right. point to true. But, so there's been a few witnesses, but it sounds like Austin Theory is the only one who actually got punished. Like, obviously, they didn't fire him, but they suspended him without anybody knowing, so it wasn't like a storyline suspension. So I guarantee, like, he got suspended without pay and stuff like that. Right. But at what point do you, like, just 86 a guy completely? For right, kind of yeah. So with the research and everything that you did, it was basically proven that there was, was a true thing that he did? Uh, there was nothing saying it was false. Like, there was nobody even trying to argue that this is false, as Mikey takes off his pants. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying what it looked like from my point. Uh, sweet, that's the, that's the end of our show. You were pants down. No. We've just been canceled. Uh, <laughs> there was not enough bulbs there to get canceled. Fair. <laughs> um, but oh no, yeah, from looking it up, they're all every article I've read just is the same story over and over again, so it's consistent. And there's no other angle like saying that it's not true. There is not another. There's not a statement from Austin Theory. There's not a statement from WWE. There's not you know. Even a different reporter that's like, hey, let's look at this from a different angle. No, like all sides point to. Now, I will say this he didn't, he didn't touch that 13 year old, but he was sending her pictures that we're just going to assume are, are nude pictures. But I, I really don't know. Like, yeah, but it was an inappropriate relationship he was having with this 13 year old. Obviously, not having relations, but. You know, right. sending photos, telling her, threatening her, saying that they wouldn't be friends anymore if she told anybody. And then the day she told somebody, he had, like, blocked her from all social media platforms and shit. There's, like, pictures of them meeting at, like, indie shows. So this is, like, before WWE. But nobody <clears throat> has, you know, has said otherwise. Like, nobody has come out to say, like, oh, no, Austin Berry's a great guy. He wouldn't do that. Like, none of that. So... Um, so as of right now, I'm just going to assume that it's true, and they think a three-month suspension without pay is good enough. And yeah, I, I don't know. That's uh, pretty fucked up. Uh, just helps me with my decision on watching a lot of WWE products. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I'll go quick so I can have a I haven't watched that show. Uh, podcast really all the like the most they got out of me a couple of big Facebooks. Um, and I do that for the rest of the world. They have some sort of idea of what they're doing, especially during this challenge that we're doing against them. It was crazy, it is crazy to me, that you don't just outright go, well, you touched a kid, you're fired. You know, um, I mean, with, I, I, I feel like you can't, you can't allow that to keep going. I, I agree with you, but it, but also I feel like there has to be actual proof, and just yes. be like somebody come on and say, oh, he touched a kid, and everybody believes it, because I mean, we've been there before, and there's you know, false allegations and shit like that. So, I mean, but if it's proven and nobody's disputing the fact, you're gone. Like, there should yeah. be no question about it. So, let's leave it at that. If there's proof, no question about it. WWE should have taken way more action than what they did. Make your own choice, however you guys feel about the World Wrestling Entertainment product as a whole, dealing with that. But we're going to wrap up our show. Um, Z, thanks for coming on and doing the COVID test live. Really appreciate yeah, that. No problem. 
can't wait to fucking put that on our YouTube and show everybody. I, uh, <laughs> I have officially figured out what our new punishment is. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we're going to be back next week where we're uh, making our Clash of Champions predictions uh, to go into the next event against Pro Wrestling Scorecards. That's all we want to do, man. We want to make, doing this, having a lot of fun, making money for charity. Uh, please take out, check out breakingdownthering.com. You can follow us on all our social media. We'll make sure you purchase some of our t shirts. Again, we still have our charities up. Pride one, which donates 100% of the profits to the Trevor Project, and the uh, For the People one that donates 100% of the profits to the NAACP Legal and Defense Fund. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. We are your ring crew. Sonic 19. Just a plain white Z on a stick now. <laughs> and me, Z Almighty one. Almighty himself. Thank you again so much for watching, ladies and gentlemen. We are out.